0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised.
2: G'day, guys. Welcome to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and I want to give a quick shout-out and say thank you to my wonderful producer, Guy on the other end, Matt, for making this all run beautifully together, because I just fell off of the area a couple seconds ago that I was supposed to be sitting, and he still keeps everything cohesive. You don't even hear the thumps. We, of course, have Paul Michael Poland, who you all like better than you like me. How are you doing today, Paul?
3: High as always.
2: Mm. Oh, good. At least you're high. I have no excuse. I'm just clumsy. I started having an OCD moment about a candle and then nearly fell over trying to um, get Alexis to remove the candle.
4: Is it a bad candle?
2: I don't know if it's a bad candle. Um, I was talking about this during the break. For those who don't know, I have a very slight case uh, of obsessive compulsive disorder And um, I know a lot of people say they are OCD, but if you actually have it, it's not like a cool thing. Um, And a very slight case is really difficult to deal with. I double-check doors, I wash my hands 45 times, um, and if something is in the wrong place or looks like it's in the wrong place, It will drive me nuts until it gets moved. Now, this makes me very effective at my job because I will go over a budget 300 times. I will do my paperwork right. I mean, I am obsessive over it, and it's great. On a personal note, I just um, asked Alexis to take a candle outside and smash it because it was in the wrong place. I'm pretty sure she didn't smash the candle, but she did remove the candle.
4: (laughs) That's, that's That's not weird at all.
2: No, that's that's not horribly unhealthy, and makes everyone feel awful for my poor, ever-suffering assistant, who is in the background, usually flipping me off.
4: So, is that what she's doing now?
2: Uh, no, right now she's staring at her phone and playing a video game.
4: Oh, okay,
2: fair enough. Oh, she's Christmas shopping on her phone, I beg your pardon. Uh, the last uh, time I caught her on her phone, when she was buying sex toys from a new website. So I, I don't look at her phone or her computer much anymore because she's not usually working and she's usually doing something that I find horribly offensive. Uh, the only thing I've never found on her computer is racism. That's, I think, like where she draws the line. Everything else is, is open game.
4: You really don't want to know anybody's browser history. you know.
2: I- I have to fix her viruses um, because she's. A, we can't give her computer to people because we have celebrities' home addresses. I mean, we have stuff on there that we can't let out, and I happen to be very good with software. Because of Alexis constantly browsing porn, for those that don't know, Alexis is my assistant, um... She's constantly browsing, you know, like this weird BDSM porn stuff. She gets viruses all the time. So she so she brings me her computer. She got a worm. I don't even know how to get rid of a worm. I haven't heard of a worm since DOS. But she actually got a worm on her computer. And the only reason I knew how to get rid of this thing is I remember my dad when I was like 10 getting rid of a worm. It ate some of her files. <laughs> I didn't know worms existed anymore.
4: Yeah, I, uh, mm. yeah, yeah I that, that was yeah, my response. I don't. It's like, a worm?
2: A worm. Yeah, I've pulled out Trojans. Like You wouldn't believe the viruses I have pulled out of this girl's computer. Um, I think the worst one she had, though, was she had one... I thought there was a malfunction. Her recording light was consistently on on her computer. And for those that are listening... Cool. Please pay attention to this. There was a virus in her computer that was constantly recording her. And Alexis tends to take her computer in the bathroom, on the potty, in the shower, because she's always on that laptop. And so the little green light on her uh, Mac was always on. And she'd gotten a virus that had kept her uh, camera going. And I tracked it. And she was on a website. Lots and lots of naked pictures of Alexis.
4: Uh, for the record I haven't seen any of those.
2: I know. Well, I'll give you guys I'd give you guys the website name, but she's looking at me, so I'll just post it on Facebook. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not gonna post it on Facebook. We we got most of the pictures down. But that is something um, I think people really should be aware of.
4: Yeah. There are got some a little,
2: bizarre viruses little, out there.
4: I even got a little uh Hello Kitty sticker over my webcam. You
2: know. It's a good idea.
4: Why not? I, I don't can just
2: peel it off if I need to use a camera. You know, I, I don't use a sticker over my webcam. I figure if anyone accesses my webcam, that's punishment enough. Because <laughs> usually I'm dealing with a snotty child. I'm, like, dealing with something at work. They're not going to see anything good. It's not going in anywhere cool. The worst thing that they're going to see is me dealing, like, you know, bathing uh, a cat or dragging it around a set.
4: Yeah, but, but I mean, the internet's a dark place, and there's a lot of uh, people. Uh, well, shall we say, suffering from jungle gym fever?
2: Yeah, yeah. That, that concerns so, me. I don't let my,
4: yes. my over, children little little paper tape over it, it's fine.
2: Yeah, well, I don't. I don't let my daughter on. Um, for those who don't know, I, I adopted a little girl when she was five. She's ten now, and she's not allowed near the internet. <laughs> I don't like her looking at it. I don't like her talking to it. I, I just, I don't like it. I made a mistake once. We were looking up pussy cats for an assignment for oh. her, and I had to do so much explaining. And then, oh, I, but before oh. I could even explain it, I had to Google it and find out what went wrong.
4: I don't get. I can't imagine. You know, if kids get on the internet before the parents have the talk, I just can't imagine having the talk involve uh, clowns. Uh, peeing on one I had another. a child
2: lock on my computer and this came up. And then I had to have Alexis explain to me what had gone wrong. <laughs> so first I got the talk, then I got to give the talk. <laughs> it was a very bizarre day. Oh yeah, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> it, was, it was a genuinely bizarre day. Hollywood's yeah, you, been doing its... <laughs> pardon?
4: You go down the wrong hall on the internet and... Uh... When you stare into the abyss, the abyss—you don't change the don't
2: abyss. do stare into too. the abyss. Hmm. It really, it really is—it really is terrifying. It, now, so for those that don't know, Hollywood is having a little bit of its own shake-up. The studios are having a lot of trouble with um, new media. New media is kind of kicking the studios in the teeth. So they're trying to put those hands together, and I'm really excited. I'm putting together a new media deal between new studios and old studios and new companies and old companies. And I have realized one thing, very, very important thing about the studios. They know nothing about new media. Mm -mm. Like, at all.
4: No, even some of their YouTube channels are just like trailers and stuff. They really haven't figured it out yet.
2: No, they they really haven't. And I got phone calls and, you know, I, I mostly work with old fellas, but you get a lot of phone calls from these guys going, hey, can you get on my face page? Like, what? Oh, Facebook. Are you trying to get on Facebook? Yes, I need you to get on my face page and I need you to say this. Fantastic. What's your login? I don't know. And then they send me to the studio one, and they send me to this or that. So it's it's really interesting working with the fellas, because like I said, it's myself, my friend Darnell, the token black guy, and, uh, you know, half a dozen 90-year-old white guys who like to turn around and say, look, we have a woman and a black. S- so they really haven't caught up yet. Mm-hmm. But no, I am very
4: proud... They didn't pay much attention to it starting up, and they just really didn't figure out how to join in. I guess they, you know, I mean, even like YouTube stars, uh, a lot of people don't regard them as real stars. You know, they're getting millions of hits, but they don't count them as real, uh, you know, forces. It
2: it seems to be having the same effect as the uh, reality, reality. The movement, you had Hollywood reacted the same way when television came around. It's a flash in the frying pan, then television came around. Then the reality scene came around, and Hollywood reacted the same way. Well, reality stars aren't real stars. Now reality stars are real stars, and internet celebrities aren't real stars. So I think Hollywood just likes to kind of take them in and go, let me tell you who is not part of our clique.
4: Yeah, high school never (laughs) ends. Never ends.
2: Great song Bowling for Soup. Everybody check it out. High school never ends. Um and and it's true. It's it really is very clicky. But it's a bunch of ninety year old gay white guys. Mm-hmm. You know, it's <laughs> it's I Probably love the guys I work in. for, but that's who it is, and they are just, they really do. Um, but it's not they just—they're not quite sure how to deal with the new media, and I think that's created a bit of a problem for Hollywood because it's kind of segmented us. It's sent us into who does does new media, who does old media.
4: Well, yeah, I mean, like every other and year, is, you know, some medium would come along, but it was always a physical thing. You know, it was a VHS tape, or a Laserdisc, or a DVD, or a Blu-ray now and it isn't like something, something you really hold be, in your hand anymore
2: it, yeah it can't be bought up and it can't be controlled hence we went through the net neutrality issue and everything else um and we were being paid a lot of money to tell everyone to go against the net neutrality thing we were told tell everyone it sucks we don't want a neutral net it makes no difference oh, they, crying
4: they started, out sorry they started, apparently I'm being buzzed by a helicopter
2: Okay, what did you do, Paul? What did you steal?
4: Uh, nothing that they would know in this state.
2: <laughs> well, that's it. Smoke your pot. It's legal in Cali now. Anyone want Have fun. Yeah. Guys, mm-hmm. we are going to go to break in just a couple of minutes. Today, we are, of course, going to have Dr. Russ talking about all things skinny. And then we are going to have the CEO and creator of Voice America, Jeff Spenard on. To- this is... This- Great intro, talking about new media. We just happen to end up here. But it's looking at how the Internet has really changed entertainment, radio, television. It's, it's changed everything. Let's so we spend more time accessing it from our smartphone, and nobody but Paul buys DVDs anymore.
4: Yeah, I, know. I still don't own a smartphone either.
2: I know. We'll have to I, – I think I know what you're getting for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, guys. Pardon? No, no smartphone. All right. I will get you. I'll get you something else. All right, right, guys. I'm Summer Helen. We're on with Paul Michael Boland. When we come back, we are going to have the amazing Dr. Ross. We're going to talk about how to get thin, how to take care of yourself. I'm going to answer – well, I'm not going to answer. I'm going to ask him a few of the questions you guys wrote in last week. And we will be doing some free giveaways. We've got free ATV rides. We've got copies of Dr. Russ's Palm Springs Diet. We've got a whole bunch more. I'm Summer Helene. We're on with Paul Michael Bowen. This is Behind the Scenes. We'll be right back.
5: Streaming live. The leader in internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com
1: If you are seeking more confidence, it is time to feel good naked. That's the name of the radio show hosted by Laura Redmond. Each week, Laura and her guest experts are here to help you be you. In order to be truly successful and happy, you need self-confidence, self-love, and self-respect. Feel Good Naked Radio will teach you how to embrace these qualities and make your life more fulfilling and meaningful. Listen live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Be proud of who you really are from the inside out. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at SummerHelene.com. Now let's go back Behind the Scenes.
0: Hi,
2: guys. This is Alexis, Summer's assistant. Summer is currently running back from the bathroom. And Give me the depth. she needs to learn to make better excuses for why I am away. Oh, I definitely make an excuse. Please, please don't make any excuses, please. I don't even want to hear what she'll come up with next. Just write, them down. <laughs> write them down. No, <laughs> right. I know. Every time I need to go on a potty break, I need to write it down for Alexis and then run back as fast as I can. G'day, guys. Welcome back. Uh, we are going to bring on Dr. Russ.
3: Hello, Summer. How are g'day, you? G'day,
2: g'day. How are you doing?
3: Not bad. Not bad. Getting through the holidays.
2: Yes, that, that is... Uh, so one thing I hate about the holidays is just surviving them. So we had some interesting write-ins uh, last week, and I picked three of the ones I like. And whichever one, whichever right. question you like best, I'm going to send the author of that question a book. So that's how we're going to do the book this week. The first question is: What is the number one thing a person can do to kickstart their weight loss naturally?
3: Well, I think that word "naturally" is kind of makes it a trick question because um, um, you're meaning non non medicinal. I take it. Um, I don't. When, I don't you know what that. I mean.
2: <laughs> I really like don't drugs. know. Let's. Yeah, no, no drugs. Drug. Let's go with what Paul says.
3: Well, I I think uh, changing your eating habits to reflect a healthier pattern of food consumption uh, is advice that pertains to every last one of your listeners. Um, so the answer is um, eat properly. Okay. If you've not, if you had not said naturally, I would have, I would say. Uh, an anorectic, anorectic medication like uh or a cousin medication, uh, those require a prescription, however. so
2: uh, I think if anyone's doing any considerable weight loss, they should see a physician. I mean, that's my opinion, but I'm not a doctor. You'd know better than me.
3: Well, you know, there are many different causes uh, for weight gain. There's genetic causes, metabolic causes, psychiatric, psychological, and the answer is not the same for each and every one of those. So if you um, want to lose weight, it makes sense to seek help from someone who can sort that out for you and then prescribe uh, not a one-size-fits-all one, one size fits all solution. But as I that say, makes- eating, uh, eating uh, properly, that pertains to... Uh, each and every one of your listeners.
2: Well, I think that's important for overall health. Um, and I think that's it, You a know, healthy state of mind, healthy state of body. It's, it's important across the board. This is an odd question. I, I didn't even think about this, but this was an odd writing question we got last week. How can you tone your skin after you've lost weight? There were attached pictures. I am not putting those online. I don't know if this person lost weight very quickly, but there was clearly um, some excess skin.
0: And, and guys, I,
2: no, yeah, guys, I yeah, guys, I appreciate your involvement. I don't need pictures, and I'm not, I'm <laughs> not putting those up.
1: Well, uh,
3: it it depends. Uh, there are extreme cases where people lose over 100 pounds, and. Uh, really to correct the situation, requires surgery. They have these big flaps that uh, hang down, and and unfortunately, uh, surgery is really the only way to remedy that. But for your less extreme uh, situations, uh, exercise uh, uh, gets your skin's a natural uh, elasticity going. Uh, it it promotes, it stimulates uh, the elasticity in your skin and it'll take care of itself. The other thing I might mention are moisturizers and uh, there are so many of them out there uh, on the market. I I recommend glycerin because that's your body's own moisturizer. Everything else you're just paying for the perfume and the packaging. And uh, glycerin is kind of a gooey sort of substance but it just melts right into your skin, and it's it 's really the best moisturizer there is, so so just
2: um, straight glycerin
3: yes, glycerin or glycerin with rose water or are preparations such as uh, corn husker solution that 's uh, almost pure glycerin, so that that would do it for for moisturizers
2: okay now that 's something I never thought about with weight loss would be wobbly skin now i'm now i 'm afraid. Um, I'm going to buy myself some glycerin. I like that. I always get good advice from the questions they ask you. Uh, does the paleo diet have any effect on the skin and or organs? I'm, this is from a woman who sent me a very, this is a very shortened version of, she feels she is aging rapidly and wants to slow the aging process. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, with the uh, Palm Springs diet and and. Other uh, paleo diets. I, I think uh, I'd answer the question the other way around because it's obesity that leads to uh, a multitude of skin problems, uh, blackened areas on the skin, dark, dark pigmented areas. Uh, there's a medical term for it: uh, acanthosis nigricans. And uh, of course, there are. Uh, fungal infections uh that develop in the skin folds uh intertrigo in people who are obese skin tags
2: uh What's intertrigo? Uh
3: it's a fungal infection um that develops under pendulous breasts for example or in skin folds that um in an obese person don't don't really get sufficiently oxygenated There's moisture there that uh, creates a special environment that fungal infections uh, grow in, uh, yeast infections.
2: Interesting. Did
3: you hear about the yeast that walked into the bar and the bartender said, gee, you're a fun guy?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I like that one. I'm putting that online.
3: (laughs) So, uh, I, I'd like to say a word uh, to your listeners who have uh, binge eating disorders, or also known as food addiction, that um, there's uh, been a lot of work in in psychology and psychiatry uh, uh, that have shown that mindfulness is helpful for people who are experiencing uh, a variety of psychological conditions, including binge eating disorder. And uh, mindfulness practice is being employed uh, to alleviate a variety of mental and physical conditions such as uh, obesity and uh, in the treatment of drug addiction. Uh, Also for uh, attenuation of pain uh, via multiple mechanisms. But uh, it's really a a way that... uh, has has gained popularity worldwide as a a way to handle emotions. And so many of us have uh, emotions, emotional component to our overeating. And uh, it's beyond the scope of uh, our conversation to get into techniques of mindfulness, but people can learn about that on the Internet.
2: And I think that's a good way. There's, you know, psychologically, when you've got a lot going on, your body is going to follow. And it is, you know, life can be exhausting. It can be stressful. And uh, sometimes eating is a way that people cope with that or cope with a lot of different things. But I always tell people, and, you know, I'll, I'll say to the listeners, please go get a copy of the Palm Springs diet. It is fantastic. It changes the way you eat, it changes the way you feel. And all of us can use just a little more energy. You can find it on Amazon. And what is the name of the publisher? I always forget the publisher's website, Dr. Oh, Russ. I'm so sorry.
3: Sure. It's authorhouse.com.
2: Head over to authorhouse.com, grab a copy, go to Amazon, get a copy, or write in, Dr. Russ, which of those questions did you like best? And I will send them a copy of the Paleo diet, your, your Paleo diet, the Palm Springs diet. They kept calling it the Paleo diet. Everyone stop writing in the Paleo diet. I'm telling you now, it's the Palm Springs diet.
3: <laughs>
2: it is a Paleo diet. <laughs> so I'm going to freeze yeah, everyone that's writing right now.
3: Well, so which was I'd, your
2: favorite question of the day?
3: Well, I think uh, the one that uh, I gave the most thought to was... Uh, Kickstarting starting your weight loss uh, naturally, I, that word caught me. And uh, so uh, that that was, I think, the best question.
2: All right. You know, they so were all Jeanette, good questions. They are great. Oh. But Jeanette, in Los Angeles, California, we are going to be sending you a copy of the Palm Springs Diet, courtesy of Dr. Russ. Thank you so much, Dr. Russ. Um, you We're going to send boy. you a copy of that diet and really... That that will help. It does kickstart everything. I hope you feel better, um, and it it is a great way to kickstart it. Doctor Ross, thank you so much for being on. We have about three minutes till break. Is there anything you want to tell our listeners? Because I know they're always interested in what you have to say.
3: Well, we have a uh, an app that we're developing, uh, so that people can access the book online and. Uh, I think the the best thing about that is that it's journaling, and uh they can use that as a tool in their uh in their journey towards uh weight loss and better health uh, They can also access meal plans food uh meal plans uh recipes uh, food lists the do's and don'ts and uh As well as a good story about the uh, Native Americans in our area here, the uh, Agua Caliente. They were actually, uh, they lived the uh, Paleolithic lifestyle and uh, Mm hunter-gatherer. A lot of interesting aspects to uh, how they lived their lives here. I like that. uh, We'll we'll, uh, tell you more as we get that app developed and... uh,
2: Well, as soon as the app's up, I promise I will tell you guys where to find it because I know we're always interested in what Dr. Russ has going on.
3: Well, thank you for your interest, Summer.
2: Oh, I'm going to call it very selfishly. It makes me, you know, I'm getting skinnier. My listeners are getting skinnier. You're fantastic. Uh, Thank you so much for being on the show, Dr. Russ, and I look forward to talking to you next week. Guys, write in your questions for Dr. Russ, and the best three will get read out on the show.
3: Great. Thank you, Summer.
2: No problem. Guys, I'm Summer Helene. We're on with Paul Michael Bolin and that was the wonderful Doctor Ross. This is behind the scenes. We'll be right back.
5: stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast all the time the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts voiceamerica.com
0: we know that you're looking for more you want a more fulfilling life and don't know how to free yourself from the proverbial rut Tune in to Wake Up and Listen with co hosts Don Burnett and Dr. Don. With engaging discussion and some fun too, Don and Dr. Don will help you bring harmony into your life, improve your relationships, release those fears, and get you unstuck. Wake Up and Listen can be heard live every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel.
1: Are you a pet parent? If so, you'll want to stay up to date on the latest tech gadgets and advances for your canine or feline friend. With a ton of apps, websites, tech toys, and more, you'll want to be in the know when it comes to the real treasures and the duds. For that information, listen for Pet Lover Geek with host Lorian Clemens. We test and discuss what's hot and what's not on the pet front, so you'll be better informed. Tune in Saturdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety. Where are you getting your advice on buying, selling, or maintaining your most important asset, your home? Is it from a reality show on cable TV, a comparison website, or are you just flying by the seat of your pants and gut instinct? Stop now before you make another move. Tune in to Real Real Estate Today with host and realtor, Deb Tomorrow. You can't afford to play guesswork when it comes to your new or existing home. Listen every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7.
2: say thank you to Scott Haskin for that fantastic music. I always feel like I'm in an epic film when it comes on. And of course, we're on with Paul Michael Boland, who you all seem to like better than you like me. I'm talking to you, Twitter. And I am very, very, very excited. Uh, our conversation that you guys were hearing for in the beginning when we were talking about new media versus old media, I am very, very excited to bring on the CEO and creator of Voice America, Jeff Sprenard. Welcome to the show.
6: Well, thank you, Summer. It's a pleasure to be on the, uh, your program.
2: So I've got to ask you, Paul and I were having a debate. I've, I've always worked for the old film companies. Paul goes studio, he goes indie, he goes... I mean, he's done everything from, you know, big budget to porn. You name it, Paul's done it. He's sure. done it all. I've kind of always stuck to the studios, and you've created an entire niche like you 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 just like kicked all the studios out of the way. You kicked everyone out of the way and created a whole new platform, a whole new way of doing things.
6: Well, I'll tell you, it's it's grown significantly over the years. Um, you know, obviously, in broad broadcast media uh, has been my life for the last twenty two years. Uh, I ran two fifty thousand watt traditional uh, terrestrial stations uh, back in the day. Uh, I saw an opportunity. ...to do something that nobody else was doing. Uh, and that, or we, there was online music, uh, but because I had a talk radio uh, background, uh, I was the first person to bring a live, linear, all-talk network to the internet. So that's where it started. But the evolution of the company, now not only do we do online broadcasting uh, in a live, linear capacity... Which equals podcasts on demands, but we're also in the TV and video business as well with voiceamerica.tv. So, yes, we.
2: You guys are kind of spread out to everything.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Platforms spread all over. So, we work with many, many different types of, of professionals.
2: And I know I can tell you from the studio end, I told you once before, I had a conversation with a friend of mine at Fox about you and what you've put together. And, you know, my people at Paramount are looking at what you're doing. You've really kind of caught even the studio's attention because you did something nobody thought could be done.
6: Yeah. Yep. And, you know, what? I get that. We were at the uh, National Association of Broadcasters back in March. Uh, which, you know, is our big industry playground. Uh, This year we were the only internet broadcasting company that was broadcasting live, so we were having panel discussions with uh, HBO, Showtime, uh, the the guys that put together The Walking Dead, uh, the biggest Snapchatters and uh, uh, Facebook Lives, and You know, we touch we touch base with every uh, uh, platform, every social networking group. I mean, we just tie in with everything with the Radio Pilot platform.
2: Yeah, that's it. You seem to have transcended what you know. My my bosses at Paramount call the Great Divide. Yep. which is um, what Paul and I were talking about earlier is the new media versus the old media. Yep. You seem to transcend that and have found a way to to put those hands together, let, and nobody else has.
6: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's taken a lot of time and a lot of money to develop. <laughs> but <laughs> let me tell you, it's, it's just the way the business, uh, be it media, uh, broadcasting – uh, Hollywood, Broadway, uh, professional uh, athletics, uh, business, whatever, whatever uh, niche, whatever uh, content, uh, we have a platform to you know do whatever we need to do. What even if it's creating a, a private label channel, we build uh, radio networks uh, for uh, individual or uh, multi-billion-dollar companies.
2: How did you how did you figure this out? Because I know you know the the, the best heads in my, my studios. Um, well, they still think we work in film. So let's switch over to the new heads. Uh, even even the younger guys can't figure this out. Can't yeah. figure out how to do that. What made you What made you think to do it? And what advice would you give to people that are just moving into this realm or wanting to get into entertainment and broadcast well, um, when they're looking at new media and old media?
6: Okay, well, to answer the first question, uh, what brought me over uh, into the Internet space was I wanted to accomplish more with my clients. You know, When I first got into the media business, uh, I was selling advertising. It was great on the money side of things. But when I started getting involved with the, with the hosts and doing some production work and becoming the executive producer for the programs, uh, I started getting into content. So my goal was to uh, t- get rid of the geographically limited and get to the global. So you've got your syndication, uh, you've got your satellite, but in- internet radio uh, is global distribution. That was what, the, what I was staring at and saying, okay, how do I do this? And that's where we, uh, we bumped into internet radio. Uh, now to answer the other question, uh, I just finished uh, getting off the air two hours ago. Uh, I'm hosting a show called Finding Your Frequency. I wrote a book called Finding Hello? Your Frequency. Can you hear me? Hello? Hello. You're cutting
2: out a little. I think you're cutting out a little bit, and I really I want to hear what you have to say.
4: Oh. Um, I heard everything. It might be on your end.
2: Oh, I, damn it! it think- it's me. I better get a recording of this because I wanted to hear that.
6: Well the good news is it's uh, uh, Aaron or Mike should have this uh, when the show's over. So <laughs>
2: Well perfect. I'm I'm going to rewind and hear that bit. Okay. Um, so so people moving into this new this new media what yes. what would you say to them? I mean it's it's very very different than moving into old media. It's not it's not as unionized and frankly aside from yourself and fire talk um, it's not even organized. I've, I've tried working with some of these companies.
6: You know, I run a full broadcast operation. I don't run a podcast operation. Um, you know, there's different ways to go in the industry. But if you want full support, Voice America, and you know this obviously from being with us, I we do. offer everything from creative to development to branding Uh, to social networking, marketing, press releases. I mean, the list goes on and on. So when I'm working with an individual or a company, it all comes down to what you want to accomplish. So if it's just putting a radio show together, well, um, I was saying before when you said you couldn't hear me that uh, I wrote a book called Finding Your Frequency. And I also host a show called Finding Your Frequency based on the book. And that is a program that teaches, or uh, uh, yeah, teaches people how to uh, pretty much get into the ball game. How to define your message, define your audience, choose your medium, uh, whether it's radio or TV. Uh, preparing your strategy, preparing your broadcast toolkit, uh, monetizing the show. There's just so much that goes into the preparation uh, to do a show. And there's a lot of things people don't know uh, as far as tips and tricks on how to make that show successful. So that's pretty much what we teach and what I've been working with for at least the last 17 years. Amazing. A lot of fun.
2: I like that. Now, I know we have a break in about four minutes. We're going to try, when we get to the break and reconnect, because I screwed up my microphone somehow... Um, and I'm definitely going to be listening to this and rerun and getting a copy of your book. I am going to ask you, because I have people hitting me on Twitter and Facebook, and one person has hit me about 15 times on Twitter in the last 30 seconds, wanting to know, how do you get famous on internet radio?
6: How do you get famous on, on internet, internet radio?
2: On internet radio. And you can stop up you can stop tweeting now we're listening to you matt in silver lake california
6: uh matt okay uh, is matt on the phone or matt's no, the last he question is,
2: he's on twitter
6: we okay do,
2: right. i do live to twitter
6: gotcha all right um yeah the, the way to get famous on internet radio would be fairly similar to where you get famous with anything uh it's about building the audience if you, and nowadays, especially uh, in this day and age with technology, you really have to have a strong social uh, background or find somebody that has a strong social bra- background to help you uh, to get your social networking working properly, uh, utilizing your uh, uh, constant contact lists. Uh, Picking the right guests to have on the show—people that are influential, that uh, maybe newsworthy, celebrity, athletes that have uh, big databases—it's all about having the right content, the right guests, and putting those together uh, and making it work. That's what's going to grow that audience. And
2: I like that. That's very, very interesting. I know it works the same in a film base, we just, we do a blitz, it's a one-time thing, so there's so much less growth than there is in radio, and Mm. I think that that's something, um, I think people get more attached now to television and radio stars, even than they do to film stars, uh, because there's that constant connection, and film stars are now catching up, because they can use social media to kind of fill that gap.
6: Mm. Right, right.
2: So we are going to go to break in about two minutes. I'm going to try and reconnect because I'm cutting out and I'm missing all the best information. And let's face it, it's all about me, and I'm annoyed because I wanted to learn this. No, I'm I'm kidding. Um, when we come back, we are going to be on with the amazing Jeff Spinard, Paul Michael Boland. We're going to be talking about old media, new media, how to grow your radio station channel yourself really i mean i just want to know how to cross over between those two because let's face it for those of us on the studio side we do not get new media that is not something we understand i'm summer heli this is behind the scenes we'll be right back
5: The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Tune in every week for Sex Out Loud. Host Tristan Termino will discuss everything from sexual pleasure to sexual politics. Get an insider's perspective from leaders in the adult film industry, the LGBT community, and the sex positive world. From kink to non monogamy, nothing is off limits. Plus, you can call in to join the conversation. Sex Out Loud airs every Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, on the Voice America Variety Channel. If you are interested in real estate in America's largest city or anywhere, be sure to listen for Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Although our focus is on Manhattan and other real estate markets in and around New York City, we'll have plenty of information that will help you successfully buy, sell, and close a transaction no matter where you are in the world. Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. in New York, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you finding your frequency Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel.
0: Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN.
2: G'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. We are on with the amazing Jeff Spanard and my favorite co host in the whole wide world, Paul Michael Bolin. I have to let you guys in on a little secret. I basically heard none of the last segment. So, a piece of advice to those of you that uh, want to get into entertainment sometimes you have to wing it, whether <laughs> you know what's going on or not. Um, Jeff. One of the questions I'm getting a lot of people writing in right now—we've got on Twitter and we're getting on Facebook—is, mm-hmm. do you think new media will overtake old media? Oh,
6: absolutely.
2: I, I, yeah, that, that's—I think that's a—that's a given. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I work for the old boys, but there's, come on. <laughs>
6: there's been a huge paradigm shift already uh, in the way new uh, new media works as opposed to traditional media.
2: I don't think there's going to be a place for traditional media. And I know I sound like a traitor to my kind here, but I don't think there's going to be a place for traditional media in 10 years or 20. Honestly,
6: like- I think there's always going to be a place for traditional, uh, just not nearly what it was. You know, there's already been a big change. Uh, and, and it's it's going to uh, change a lot more. People are utilizing new media much more than ever before. So, uh, but traditional media will never go away.
2: I think that new media really evens the playing field.
6: Oh, yeah, it does totally.
2: And I think I, I, I don't know if I think I, I don't know if I agree with that. I think that I think that new media will swallow old media. I really do. I think that um, there. I think the only way there will be a place for old media is if they, can, if they can get it together and move with new media. Do what you've done. Find a way to, to do that um, or we're going to see them crumble. We saw the same thing happen when television came in after film. It, it's just my opinion. I, I could be wrong, but I don't think unless they catch up, um, they're going to be able to follow through. I know I'm getting calls. I'm dealing with um, one of Paramount's big releases right now and they're in a panic because everyone's just downloading, right? And it just—I don't think those ten polls, and I don't think this—I don't think it can carry on the way it has. Just, just a humble opinion, but may I yeah, ask I, you? What, you
6: thought- yeah, well, yeah, I mean, what I'm saying is that you know what I thought the same thing about radio 20 years ago. Uh, you know that you know you know as time with satellite came around. Uh, that was a new big thing. And then of course Internet radio was uh, became the new satellite kinda kinda took the lead for a little while, but then internet kinda surpassed in the whole time traditional was going down. But I, I think there's always going to be a place for traditional. It's not gonna be as lucrative as it used to be, but there's still gonna be an avenue where traditional is going to hold, uh, hold its course, uh, but they are going to have to get caught up with the tech world.
2: I'm, I'm going to have to defer to your expertise here, because let's face it, you've been ahead of the curve since the curve started. I mean, you've, you've, you've kind of gone where we're all trying to go now, and you went there 20 years ago. So I'm, I really do have to defer to you on this. Do you think that, I mean, it does, it does level the playing field, jumping back there but do you think that the internet is going to give way to the same kind of stardom that we had with the hollywood golden age the kim Kardashians, the celebrity culture do you think it's going to exist in the same way or do you think that's going to change with new media
6: um, i think that's going to change with new media you see it's 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 a brand new ball game um any anybody nowadays uh with all of the social networking and the technologies and the tools that you can use, uh, there's a lot of people with a lot of talent all over the world. They just never had an opportunity uh, to shine because, you know, there wasn't much opportunity there or it was expensive to get into, or they didn't know the right people. Now with the, the right direction and utilizing the technology nowadays, you can open up something for yourself that you know 10 years ago would have never you would have never had a chance to do so i think that's the biggest way that the industry can change is with the uh, the the avenues that technology takes to distribute content
2: and it's becoming really a global market versus a regional. I've, I've dealt with distribution for years, and it's, it's always been regionally. I deal a lot with Asia. I deal with North America. It's always been broken up regionally, and it's not necessarily the same when you're dealing with the Internet because it's a single global market, except yep. for North Korea. Those guys are assholes.
6: <laughs> yeah, I don't see a lot of North Korea popping up in our statistics.
2: No, no. <laughs> they're they're kind of screwed up. but the rest of, most of the world's on board here, but it really has created kind of a global market. Yep. and you've you've really taken advantage of that and um given a stretch, you know, for your advertisers. And I know, yeah, in my experience, Um, Some of the best forms of advertising are product placement, uh, radio advertising, online advertising. I mean, people pay a fortune to advertise on Facebook, Twitter, places like that, and you reach out on those places, plus (laughs) you reach out globally. I mean, you've really tapped in just from a marketing perspective, which is my passion, so I'm (laughs) sorry if I'm boring anyone out there, but trust me, marketing (laughs) is important if you want to be in the film industry. Yes, it is. Um, You've kind of reached out and found a way – to put the the people that advertise with you on a million different platforms in a million different ways by going through one avenue. Exactly. And that's never been done.
6: Yep. I know, (laughs) I (laughs) checked. And, you know, there's there's a real key to shelf life. Um, All, you know, by having the live linear schedule on the radio side or even on the TV platform... Yeah, you know, we do live events all over the country. We'll film and stream live. We can create pay-per-views, subscription based. Uh, but the on-demand listenership or viewership is really where the you know the advertisers see the huge benefit. With the TV side, we can be non intrusive with advertising, which is big in this market today. Advertisers and sponsors, uh, or I should say the consumer of content does not want to be, uh, uh, doesn't want the content to be interrupted with commercials because it's a short attention span nowadays.
2: Exactly. It's looking for the embedded advertising or exactly. the, the discussion um, versus the you know the Marlboro Man. We've gone yep. a very, yeah, very different direction. I
4: longer than most people's attention spans are these days.
2: Yeah, and, and I think you're spot on, Paul. And I know Paul deals, um, you know, with a lot of different types of film, and that's one of you know the challenges in my industry and Paul's industry is the really short attention span. And what you've done, you've kind of uh, managed to navigate your way through the through the younger generations who have the attention span of a gnat, and exactly. deal with the older generations who are looking for more intelligent content. So you've you've really walked that line that nobody can. I know we have about one minute until we are done. Um, Jeff, thank you so, so much. I'd love to have you on again. And I'm looking forward to going back and listening to the entire segment that I missed. Um, but I would very much love to have you on again and talk about new media. For those that are looking to get in this industry, something I'm, I'm going to recommend, I always say find a publicist. But one of the things you can do is get your show, get yourself together, Go look at Voice America, look at places that you can get yourself out there, and look at ways of getting yourself seen and heard. Because who knows, you might be interesting.
3: That's very true.
2: (laughs) Jeff, thank you so much for being on the show, and thank you so much for having me on Voice America.
6: Yes, Summer, thank you. You know what? You're great to have on the network. I really enjoy your show. Uh, And it was a real pleasure to be on the show with you today, and I do want to do another show with you because we can get into a lot more depth on the whole new media versus old media.
2: I'd love to do that and I promise we've I, we will answer some of those 300 questions that I now have on Twitter and Facebook when we have Mr. Jeff Spinard back on the show. Thank you again. I'm Summer Helene. That was the amazing Jeff Spinard and of course Paul Michael Boland who you all love. This is behind the scenes. I'll talk to you guys next week.
4: Goodbye.